Rolling in the Mist is a series with fantasy violence, mentions of gore, and worst of all, cussing. Viewer discretion is advised. And welcome to another exciting episode of Rolling in the Mist. I am your master of ceremonies, Kevin Carpenter, and joining me today are... Ryan Bravo as Leo Castello. And... Jason Baguero as Arthur Strange. Pablo Mia will not be joining us today. Uh, he's doing his own stuff. So today is going to be, once again, a Dr. Leo Castello and Detective Arthur Strange heavy episode. What are you, what are you guys arguing over? Motherfucker has the goddamn paperwork Look, we're not on the rolling. Dicer. We're not rolling anything yet. Yet. Yeah, yet. I like it to be ready. Oh, wow. I love that initiative. Okay, so recap from our last episode. Uh, after solving the case of the Red Rider. Um, oh, yeah, we did that. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing you guys did. Uh, the three of you went your separate ways to pursue your own separate storylines. Uh, Eugene went to stalk someone who we don't know what their relation is to Eugene. But as he was, he had a uh, flashback to a childhood memory where he made a friend named Christopher. Then he flashed back to the present and saw a bunch of birds hanging around him. And rather than ignore the birds, like Leo Castillo and Detective Strange did all the time. We got better things to do. Yeah. Uh, Eugene actually followed the birds and ended up on the rooftop of an old metropolitan apartment that was filled with bird cages and our one-eyed friend, Otis. See, look what that got him. <laughs> A hobo. Well, we're not going to learn anything more about that character this session because now it's on your guys' session. So <laughs> The most interesting thing. <laughs> Leo, you were at the hospital. You managed to bring back to life uh, Big Mike. Basically oh, yeah. rectifying your previous right, mistakes. Yeah. I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> I saved them hundreds of thousands of dollars in healthcare. And you also got a visit from your old college friend, Ritz Chrysley, who, to- who told you about this fantastic plastic surgery opportunity he had. And you guys just had to get lunch sometime, or coffee. Yep. So he could tell you all about it. Meanwhile, uh, Detective Strange decided to do more research on what he had seen in the book. Went to the library and didn't find any library ghosts, but did find knowledge. That's right. It was right. That was the true treasure all along. No. Uh, I'm a real boy now. You found out about an old, long abandoned church just outside the city called the River's Anchor. And you felt like there was something to be discovered there. So, after meeting up with Dr. Leo Castillo at a uh, diner at night, uh, and Detective Strange had a prophetic vision about the pie that was about to come to his table, because I need to remind you about powers that your characters have. (laughs) (laughs) You all waited on Eugene, who did not arrive, and so the two of you got into your car and went out into the night toward the River's Anchor Church. But unbeknownst to you, a figure was watching Detective Strange's path. His footsteps. He was watching Detective Strange and made an ominous phone call. So it is here that we join our heroes. Detective Strange, you are driving the uh, bulletproof Dodge Charger with Leo Castillo in the uh, passenger seat. It's night, and at this point, you are on the edges of the city, so most of all that you can see is either illuminated by the dim glow of the city behind you or the mist that is always so ever present. God, why is it so misty all the time? <laughs> live in the Bay Area. <laughs> yeah. Well, so what was this church we're going to again, Arthur? Some old church has been there for a while now. And I, I just found a one book on it. It was just very vague. Vagueness is what you're good at. Not really getting things done, but it's gotten us this far, so it must be working then. Yeah. But uh, do you know, like, is it still an active church or? Don't know. Didn't even know this place existed. Looks like it's as old as the town itself. Wow, before the city became one. So that must mean it's half as old as me. Ah! (laughs) Uh, It's interesting. Leo, you hear a voice and you look into the back seat and you don't see anyone. But Arthur, as you look into the rearview mirror, you see Marcus in the backseat of your car, which is strange because normally you don't see him outside of the precinct. Yeah, but. I was about to say, <laughs> I, I look in the rear view and I go, Marcus? Yeah? You mean, yeah, how are you in my car? <laughs> oh, what, do you think I was like haunting the precinct by itself? I only ever saw you at the precinct. Well, it's just because that's where I like to hang out. Strange, is there somebody in this car? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You like to hang out at work? Well, it's better than going back to the missus. Although, at least now she would ignore me. 
Yeah, that might not be a bad idea. Anyway. I just kind of chuckle at what he says. <laughs> so, well, I guess you're along for the ride. What, what the real question is, what are you doing outside the precinct, Strange? What are you doing driving to some godforsaken church in the middle of the night? What? I can't go where I want on my own free time? <laughs> you keep doing that and you're going to wind up like me. Yeah, well, been doing it for a while now. Been okay so far. Suppose that's true. And I look at and Leo. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm in the side seat of the car, not understanding, but I crack open my ambiguously soda and I just... Are you drinking a Nepsi Cola? <laughs> <laughs> Nepsi. <laughs> Why, yes. So, uh, Arthur, who who's in the car? Who are you talking to? More importantly, where'd you get that cola? <laughs> I think to myself... I probably shouldn't have told him I took it from his fridge. <laughs> it's mine. That's like lukewarm car cola, too. Like, you definitely didn't have that at the diner. I got it from the diner. <laughs> Don't mind my changing story. Anyways, and so, I warm it up with my firepower. <laughs> so, so, Leo is just sipping his soda while yeah. Strange is having this one-sided conversation, at least to Leo's perspective. Yeah. You keep driving the car down the uh, night roads. There's just, you know, trees in the occasional house. And then... As you turn a corner, you see the river that the river's anchor church runs along. And you know from the map that you saw that you'll have to cross a bridge that's coming up soon enough. A small one that just crosses the river only takes like a couple seconds to drive over. And it's as you near that river that Marcus turns you. It's like, strange. Yeah. You know why I really stayed at the precinct? Why? Because you and I are partners. Or at least we were back when I was alive. True. What's your point? Well, for these past couple of years, I've been watching you. Whenever you go out on these little trips of yours, making sure that you do all right. I just want to say that now, but Annie looks toward Leo and then back at you. Looks like you got a new partner watching your back. Yeah. I think I do. So, and uh, you begin to near the bridge, and he's like, Are you sure you want to go over that bridge and look into what you're looking at? You've never been one to look into the more ghostly side of what you can do. And I got to tell you right now, I got a feeling if you cross that bridge, you won't be crossing it the same man. Marcus, I've never questioned what you are. Since I first saw you coming back, I will say this. What I saw was not something I am used to seeing. And that's saying something, because I've seen a hell of a lot of weird shit. I got to know what I'm seeing. <laughs> you know, that's what makes you a great detective. And as you begin to cross the bridge, to you, Arthur, it looks like there's another car coming in from the opposite side and its headlights are so bright it must be some new leds or something like that but it's just blinding of the dashboard and as the car gets closer and closer lights just get brighter and brighter and you're barely able to see and leo jesus you don't see the light never mind you just my eyes are tired you glance over to strange who's been having this conversation and he's looking ahead and his eyes just keep squinting and squinting arthur what's wrong goddamn lights Got what the lights? hype beams on or some shit. And strange, as as these lights come closer to the point where you're entire like you can't see through your windshield, you hear Marcus's voice behind you go. Good luck. What? And then the lights are gone. You look into your side mirror and there was no car that passed. And Leo, you see Strange just blink and his eyes go back to regular. And Arthur, as you look into the rear view, Marcus isn't there. Marcus? Marcus. Wait, is that who was here? Your little ghost friend? He was here. You didn't see the light? What What light? I'm, Arthur, fucking... we've been driving in like in this road to miss darkness, dude. Nothing's been no, here. No, some guy with his, some asshole with his eye beams on blinding me. It gave him, started hurting my eyes as it got closer. Are you sure you've been getting enough rest, man? I mean, Dude, I literally saw the high beams coming my way. I, dude, I'm right here with you, dude. I didn't see anything. 
Marcus, where the fuck did he go? Like, you, you want to just roll down your window, get some fresh air? I mean, you don't always look the healthiest. What are you trying to say? You should probably stop drinking. I'll stop drinking when I don't have any more problems. Well, maybe drinking is a problem. But for now, I'm just saying, let's just roll down the window, man. You might be having something. I'm fine. But, look, you say that, but trust me, I'm a doctor. I know what fine is and what isn't. I didn't see any lights. Are you sure you're hallucinating? Are you sure you're not hallucinating? I swear. Look, I even if I was hallucinating, how can I tell? Well, I'm telling you right here, right now, I see. I saw nothing. All, we, all I've seen is darkness and fog. <sighs> Come on, let's just get to this damn church. And I kind of look at him a little like, I nod, but I'm a little suspicious, kind of. I'm keeping a close eye on this guy. So you drive forward past the bridge on the other side of this river. And on the other side here is where the city just seems to stop. It's mostly woods and, you know, roads running through hills. And in in the night, it just seems quiet. You you chalk it up to the windows being up. But even when you roll down the windows, you, you, you really just hear like the wind rushing as the car goes through the roads. You don't hear crickets. You don't hear birds. It's just the wind through the leaves. Huh. And soon enough... As you go through some winding forest roads, you end up at your destination. An old, long, abandoned church where the walls are covered in vines, where the building has collapsed in on itself and is covered in moss, and where the gravestones stand, half of them toppled, half of them upright, but the words faded away. And as you park your car on the gravel, you've made it to the river's anchor. What a piece of shit. Well, I mean, you say this, what is this, a church? Looked like it used to be a church. Things older than the city, it looks like. And I'm looking around saying, you know, I'll be honest, I've never knew this part of the city existed. Neither did I. But, I mean, that explains nobody really be upkeeping this sort of, you know, work. I'm, I'm looking back at the map, I'm like, now that I think about it. This map looks even older than the city. How old over, is this place? I look over and I, I, I grasp it. Hmm. Yep. You're right. It's, it's, a, it's very old material. Wow. Where did you find this? It's in the library. Like under, like, what did the librarian show you or? No. I went in, just started looking for books. Next thing you know, I find this place. Hmm. Yeah, from what you read in the book, it um, there wasn't a whole lot of information on this church. It was made in the early days of the city, but when exactly that was has been lost in time. I get out of the car. Um, what's the what's the environment like? Like, is it cold? Is it where? What do I feel? You, you get out, and the air is still, and there's a chill in the night. Behind you, where you came from, is woods. You stand on the gravel, and in front of you is the you know the church and the graveyard that stands between you and what remains of the church rather and to your right is the uh, stream of the river that separates you from Eden City hmm I take I um well another graveyard we all know how that ended up for us last time we lived didn't we you did I almost died are you dead and then I like hit him on the shoulder really with just kind of like a little quick jab. Roll with me, right hook. All right. No, no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just give him like, like, I, like mm-hmm. it's kind of like just to fill if he's like, really there. Mm-hmm. He's there. I'm there. <laughs> then you lived in my book. Gee, thanks. Well, do you know where we should start looking for? Okay, first of all, you know, I should, probably should have asked this before we even got it. What, what are we looking for? I don't know. But I'm about to find out. And I walk up to one of those old gravestones. <laughs> and I kind of look, I got to take it down like, well, that seems how you always do everything. Okay, fine. It hasn't failed me yet. I walk up to one of the gravestones and I use... I keep my distance. What an asshole. I'm going to use my ability psychometry. I can't even pronounce that again. Psychometry. Psychometry. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to put my hand up there and I'm going to start like, I kind of put my hand, I'm like, to any of the spirits that can hear me. Come forward. 
You are quite, quite easy. Okay, so, so that's going to be uh, the investigate, and you're using psychometry, and I'm assuming the speak, talking to ghosts. Yeah, yeah speak, speak to, to the, the dead. dead. Okay, any other tags? Um, gun. <laughs> He <laughs> did not take the gun. That's pack. right. Yeah, yeah we did that take last time. Okay. I'm, I'm just improvised weapon. Okay, roll plus two. <laughs> Ten. Nine. No. All right, that's a six. So seven, eight, nine. Yeah, here. Okay. So you get to ask. Uh, you get two clues. You get to ask two questions. Okay. I'm gonna ask the. What's up with the weather? <laughs> okay. So I'm, as I call upon the ghost, I say, "To any spirits that can hear me, come forward, and please." Help me know what I saw. So you, you touch this grave and as you say this, suddenly you are just inundated with like visions. Like you blink and suddenly the, the church is whole. The, the walls are solid. The, the gravestones, there's much less of them. And you see people in old colonial outfits, you know, just sort of like walking around, tending the graves. And you, you look around this like new sepia world and then, you know, most of the people just seem to walk past you. But there's one that's standing nearby. He's dressed in this like almost Puritan outfit of just like black clothing and you know, a, a black brimmed hat. He has a sunken face, sunken cheeks, eyes that are gray in color. And he looks at you. And he goes, what are you doing here? What are you really doing here? By the way, mechanically, this is me taking the investigate option, uh, ask you a question since you rolled a nine on your move. Basically, I'm looking at him like, you can see me? Well, of course I can see you, boy. You're standing right there. What is this place? That'll be your second question, because I haven't answered the first Uh, yet. Okay. So, Then I guess my second question is... I want to know more about that book. He walks up to you and goes, I'll tell you something right here. The only book worth knowing is the Holy Bible. But knowledge is power, my friend. And there are books out there that contain knowledge that no man should possess, just as there is power that no man should possess other than our almighty God. You ask what you saw when you looked into one of those books? Yes. Tell me, did you see heaven? I think I did. Did you see the fires of hell? Yeah. And you saw the world that we reside in? Yes. Let me tell you something, boy. Those are all that you should know. As a fine mortal being on this mortal coil, there is more. But like I said, that knowledge is something no one should possess. And then you're back to the present. The (sighs) graves are once again covered in moss. The walls covered in vines. The church once again sunken in Leo standing there staring at you. From your perspective, Leo Strange just kind of stood there, his hand on the grave for the past two minutes. Arthur, are you all right? Yeah, you all right? Yeah, it's just the, the change of temperature really gets to me, you know. The mist doesn't really help either. But are you all right, man? You were just kind of standing there, kind of lost. I saw something. I get, I get closer. What did you see? This place, but not like this. I'm guessing what it looked like back then. It was fresh. Everything looked cleaned. The graveyard was upkeep. Even the building looked nice. It's a very popular church. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You, you, you saw this church when it was like built, or I'm guessing so, or at least when it was active. I think I kind of took. Okay, Arthur. I know. Well, it's, I'm not your healthcare provider, but are you sure you're not under any kind of drugs or been drinking too much? Are you getting enough enough rest? No, this this ability you don't know about. I'm. I get visions when I touch things. Huh. Like a like a distant past coming to me. I kind of take a step back, a little like guarded now. Have have you seen anything about my past since you say you can do that? Not really. I I have to actually want to look into it. Huh. 
Okay. Um, okay. Uh, well, I've seen crazier shit before, so I have no reason not to believe you, but I'm, I'm a little worried about your, your health, Arthur. And I kind of look at him like, you can shoot sun out of your hands and wind and shit, and you're worried about me? I mean, yes, it's true that I do have some problems controlling whatever it is that I have, but I'm aware of it. I accept it, you know, and you're not really being open about it. I'm just concerned, Arthur. Well, it's actually very appropriate that you're concerned for his health. You guys whip your heads toward one in the graveyard and you see on a tall gravestone, one of the ones that has like the cross on top of it. It's been tilted to a diagonal angle and you see someone sitting there, a tall, skinny fellow in a suit that in the dark, this suit looks black, but you guys can see it's like maybe a very deep crimson. He has a square face a shock of ginger hair on his forehead, and he smiles, and from this distance, it's hard for you to tell why, but his smile is unnerving. And he goes, Detective Strange. Oh, it is fantastic to finally meet you. And I look at Leo, and I look back at him like, who the fuck are you? I'm just looking at him like, I'm, I'm guarded. My name is Renfield. But I'm not important. It's the people I work for who are important. And you have been making them real mad. What? Did you think Scooby and the gang could just go around solving mysteries and not piss off all the people that were hiring the monsters? And I kind of look at him and I'm like, oh my god, we're Scooby and the gang? Yeah, I look at Leo, like, you could see him, right? No, yeah, I could see him. Okay, so I'm I can not, see him. Right? He's not a ghost. <laughs> I can see him. Right? Yeah, he, he just kind of like looks looks weirdly. I usually like you flip from like strange to him to strange mm-hmm. to him. And it's just like I can see you're real, right? Yeah, you're real, right? Mm-hmm. And he just looks at you strangely and goes, "I know strange, but uh, who are you?" <laughs> I kind of take a moment back. I feel a little. My ego's a little hurt. Well, better question, stranger. Who the heck are you? I just introduced myself. No, yeah, Remfield and all, but what's your business with with uh, Detective Strange here? He turns to Strange. Didn't I just say that as well? And I look at Leo, and I'm like, I wasn't even listening. I was more curious if he was real. <laughs> That's fine. Me, me too. <sighs> okay. All right. Okay. Strange. I am acting on behalf of some people in this city who would rather you not be snooping around. Now, normally we would just send her after you and make this completely clean, but after we found out that you were going outside the city to an abandoned graveyard in the middle of the night without telling anyone your precinct, you have to believe me, we couldn't just let that opportunity pass by. So, I'm here. And I'm here to make you a deal. He points, and you see that there is a uh, a grave with a fresh stone and a six-foot square that has been dug out. Inside that grave over there is a suitcase full of money. You don't have to ask how much it is, but let's just say it's a good amount. Now, if you go over there and take the suitcase, then you agree that you won't stick your nose into any other mysteries surrounding the book and the Red Rider and all of that. And honestly, I think that's a good deal. But, but, I know you, Detective Strange. I don't know you. Was it Lion Castle? Close enough. But I know you. And so, and he reaches into his suit jacket and pulls out a bottle and is like, this is brandy. Aged 80 years. I'm looking at him. I'm just like, no, no, don't do it. <laughs> and we'll throw this in to sweeten the pot. What do you say? And he gives off that strange, unnerving smile once again. I kind of look, I kind of shoot a look over to, to, to Leo, I mean to Leo, to Arthur. And I look at Leo. I kind of inch a little closer. So is this guy from your precinct or something? He seems to know a lot about you. I don't know, but I already got my answer. Before I, before I even like really consult what I'm going to do with Leo, I go, and I spit. Spit it right in that direction where he is. Like, you can take that brandy in that suitcase and shove it up your ass. 
roll real quick for the spit. <laughs> just no no power tags or something. Well, dead I, 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 was just, I was just spitting. I, I know, just, yeah, I, yeah, just, yeah. just for me, just for me. Oh, God, what if I fucking... <laughs> Come on, man. Let me be cool. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I got twelve. This is some BS! <laughs> Tell you, guys. So tell, tell them what he rolled. I rolled the twelve. <laughs> on a spit. On a spin. So on a spit. <laughs> so with the best loogie you ever hawked in your life, it flies through the air, and you had some like good distance between yeah. you and Redfield. Like, That's a nice arc. Yeah, it. I really built this one up. It flies through the air and lands smack oh, on Renfield's uh, face. Just it, was, it was spring season. <laughs> and Renfield just kind of stands there. He's like. All right. I put. Uh, Don't say we didn't give you a chance. I put my hand because uh, I'm closer. I put my hand on his shoulder and I want to enhance his, you know, his physicality. Kind of give him more vitality. Okay. Uh, roll to change the game real quick. Uh, and the the, tags, the power tags. The power tags. I'm gonna use primal blessing and uh, second wind. So a plus two. Oh God, I'm so scared. Okay. Nice. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say that's uh, giving Strange uh, status. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll get primal energy too. So you in can other use words, that. I'm, I'm like uh, increasing your lung capacity yeah. and increasing your 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 uh, muscle. Uh, I feel like force. And like mm-hmm. while this is happening, I feel like Rocky from the first movie. Like, oh my god, I feel strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> think of that. You, Aaron. Think of that song, <laughs> getting stronger. <laughs> Yeah, so in, in this amazing moment, after you hawk the loogie in Renfield's face, uh, Leo opens up his palm and this, the green energy emanates from it. And Strange, you feel stronger than you've ever felt in your life. You stand up straight. Your muscles become more firm. <laughs> I feel your, like high school. <laughs> your nostrils flare. And then Renfield goes, Get him, boys. And oh, yeah, surrounding yeah, yeah. you. From behind almost every gravestone, in the space of a second, men in suits and bowler hats come out <laughs> come out of the graves, uh, graveyard and surrounding you, point their shotguns at you. What the fuck? And fire. Uh, could you two please roll to face danger? Oh no. I need this meal. What tags are you using? Uh, do I have a run tag? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very useful right mm-hmm. now. Let's uh, see. Um, I use calm in the storm because I'm going to need that. Gotta keep it cool. Gotta keep it uh, cool. Can I use boxing to see if no. I can dodge and weave the bullet? <laughs> you touch the bullet out of here. No, bro. I gotta try to dodge and weave the shotgun oh. shells. I mean, I do that when I go boxing. <laughs> you know what? That's creative, so sure. Thank you. And, uh... I'm gonna use speak to the dead. Because I'm going to scream for some kind of help from any kind of afterlife at this moment. Come I, on, bro. I'm about I, to get shot. I would say choose either boxing or scream for the dead. Oh, my God. Come on. You can't let me have bo- a oh, fine. Not after that 12 ass. <laughs> no. Right. I'll take boxing because I have a feeling I'm going to need to start. <laughs> okay. But uh, you, you can use your primal energy tag if you want to use it. However, it's not prolonged. So if you use it, it's gone. Mm-hmm. So wait, if I u- if I don't use it, it's gonna be gone. No, no. If no, you use it, it's gone. It, but if you use oh, it, it's gone. Yeah. It's like a potion of strength. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna it. save it for right now. I'm okay. gonna just use two. So I'm gonna go first. Boxing and calm in the storm. <laughs> save me. Okay. Don't say your roll just yet. Okay. Uh, okay. So Leo, what are you doing? Um. I'm gonna do good old fashioned Leo. I'm gonna try to like, bla- like put and throw my hands down and kind of shoot it like uh, a circular burst of air to kind of knock uh-huh. them off. Okay. So I'm gonna use um, veteran doctor's calm, gale force control, and weather manipulation. A plus three. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know what that is. <laughs> Okay, so uh, before we have you guys announce your roles, both of you will also be taking a minus one, but I can't tell you why just yet. Okay. So with that minus one, what does what do those roles put you at? I was at six, seven, eight, so now I'm at seven. Okay, and Leo? I'm at a seven. Minus the one? I'm at a six. Go ahead. 
Kevin, just do it. This okay. is this really the mission just be called. Uh, <laughs> How does Bravo get out of this one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these goons just suddenly break out from their hiding spaces in the space of a second. Uh, Strange, you instinctively go into your boxing stance and just try to dodge and weave as these shotgun blasts like tear through the air. And though you're surrounded uh, and though you're dodging, some of the uh, pellets from the shotgun blast still scrape against your shoulder. So take, uh, I mean, with a semi success on the face danger. I'm going to say take winged one. Winged one? Yeah, winged one. Leo, though, so you take the brunt of it. Of course. Fucking graveyards, man. You, you, you raise your foot and go to make like a burst of wind, but right before you put your foot down, immediately you just get <laughs> shot in the shoulder, shot in the side. Uh, take, take peppered with bullets three. Fuck! <laughs> Leo! <laughs> so, now you all are in this stressful situation. There's goons all around you. They're reloading their shotguns. And as you look up, you see Renfield calmly stepping off the gravestone and then immediately sprinting towards you both. What do you do? I grab, I like, I'm running towards Leo and I grab him by whatever part is not bleeding and I'm trying to carry him out as much as I can. I try to get him out. Try to get back to the Dodge, uh, the the Charger. Okay. Uh, roll, take a risk. Okay. What tags are you using? I'm going to use uh, Common the Storm again. I'm going to use the Primal bl- Blessing. Primal Blessing. And I'm going to use. Oh, I have a negative one already. Shit. So that's to be at a one then. Yeah. That's there we go. Okay. So that's uh, the Primal Blessing. Primal Blessing. Which Common the Storm. Which gives you two since you oh, gave it the two yes. status. Yeah. So, two. It's, so it's two. Yeah. Then calm in the storm, but then I'm taking one because I have wing one. So yeah, two. So two right now. Plus, yep. Oh, Mother Teresa, I need yes. you. Six, seven, eight. Okay, so with take the risk, that means that I can give you a bad choice or worse outcome. Like, you still succeed, but... Yeah. So, here's what I'm going to say. You you pick up Leo, and yeah. you start, like, dragging him out of the way as, like, more shotgun blasts uh, tear through this graveyard. And you manage to, like, duck and weave through the gravestones, and, like, one of the gravestones actually, like, like the top of it bursts as, like, shotgun shells Jeez. blast the rock. And then you look up, and you see Renfield sprinting towards you, and he is way too fast. He is weaving through all these vines, all these roots, all these gravestones. And Strange, you, in this split second before he comes at you, you realize that you can either drop Leo and dodge out of the way, or take the brunt of Renfield. Can I do something right before that happens? It has to be oh, Strange's okay, choice. Okay, okay, that's this, this is his, uh, you know, bad choice right here from his uh, take the risk. I'll take the brunt. Okay, so as Renfield is sprinting towards you, you take Leo and throw him to the side, and Renfield rushes forward, and as he gets this close, you can see now why his smile unnerved you. He has too many teeth. And he raises his hand, and claws sprout from all of his fingers, and he slashes right at where the bullet chipped your shoulder. And as these claws tear into your flesh, a fountain of blood sprays from it like a Tarantino movie as he seems to have gotten the wound in the just right spot. (gasps) Can you please take wounded four? Wounded four. Yeah, so that replaces a winged one, by the way. Yeah, I, so I, now, I, I, now your physical sass is just so I'm, I'm literally gushing. Yeah, like your your right shoulder is gushing blood as he just tore right at the right spot where the bullet wound hit you. And I go down like, fuck! And Leo, you, you hit the ground behind the gravestone as ah! Renfield just slashes at him. And you see now that the goons behind Renfield are rushing towards you all. And Renfield's going, block the exit, make sure they can't get out. I've got strange. Leo! Leo! Uh, How bad is Leo hurt right now? Leo has been uh, peppered with bullets, but since he's at a three status, he can still, like, function. You're the one that's yeah. like, if you take another hit like yeah. that, you're down. Leo. And I, I, I go into my pocket looking. Like, Leo, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you still move? Of course. Here. And I throw him the keys to the car. I kind of give him, like... A quizzical look. You don't have time to think before you hear. Go! As the ground around you bursts. Get in the car. Ah! And I'm like bleed. I'm like still bleeding now. Renfield starts taking intimidating steps towards Strange. I, I, uh, I just, oh my god, I'm like, oh, Dios mío. <laughs> um, go! 
I I cast um, I cast healing factor in second wind on myself to kind of you know I guess close up the wounds and give myself enough energy to like get up and run. Okay, roll change the game. No, let me get plus oh, two. No. Oh, I still get minus one. Uh, so it's just one. Wait, minus one from what? Well, didn't you say I had a minus one? Oh, no, no, not not for this. Oh, okay. For, oh, that, okay. for that specific thing where the goons were shooting at you, you guys took a minus got one. Got it, got it. Okay, so with a plus two, that's six, nine. Okay, so uh, that's you put two tag stats. That means that you can do uh, two status, so you heal two from mm-hmm. your wound. Okay, so now I'm at a one. Would it be a one pepper with bullets? Uh, I'd say salted with bullets. Nice little, little sprinkle, <laughs> sprinkled with bullets. Sprinkled. Seasoned, <laughs> See, seasoned with bullets. Yeah, there we go. Just do seasoned with bullets. One. You want to sprinkle just like a sprinkled little sprinkled with bullets. Um, so you throw your hands on your body and instantly heal over the bullet wounds. Strange. I'll be Ren- right back. <laughs> Renfield raised his hand to come at you. What do you do? Before uh, he, like, how close is he? How close are we? Is he right? Renfield is right in front of you, and the goons are rushing towards you. So I grab all, and then, like, his arm, and I'm going to try to basically use my haunting abilities on him. So speak to the dead. I'm going to use, I think it's it's changed the game, man. I'm going to change psychometry. Psychometry? Psychometry. I can't can't pronounce that for the life. Psychometry. Mm -hmm. Uh, Psychometry, and I'm going to see if I can, like, project what I've, like, pretty much what I did to, um, Skid basically haunt him in a way, like project the haunting that I felt on him. Oh, so like what? Like, are you talking about like ghosts you've seen, or like what you saw in the book? If, uh, basically what I saw in the book. Let's see if oh, I can project terror. Out. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. I'm gonna change the game. Uh, that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be a hit with all you got, actually. Hit with all I got. Yeah. That because you are looking to hurt this dude with this. Okay. Then hit I all mean, I got. Uh, gotta uh, help this one because I have a plan for this. <laughs> Okay. So I'm not going to have your physical stats affect this. But I have a negative. Oh, okay. Because yeah. that's all I got. Yeah. yeah. I mean, th- this is pretty much like you. This is, this, yeah. This, this. He, he, he was expecting like a physical punch. He wasn't expecting yeah. you to just like touch him. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Here we go. Here we go. Eight, nine, ten. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going. I'm go- if I'm going to go, I'm going to take this motherfucker with me. <laughs> I remind him of the days he pissed in the pants in the middle of elementary school. No, not the terror. (laughs) Remember when Jessica said no to you to prom? (laughs) I'm going to make you relive that horrible nightmare. My one weakness. Remember that B? You should have got an A. Okay, so you get to choose two from hit with all you got. I'm going to go with you hold the target's attention if possible. So that's one. one You get one more. I get one more. Oh, shit. Control the collateral damage. So in this stunning show of control over your powers, you step forward and you just kind of like put up a hand and Renfield doesn't even like block it in this instant because you're not like throwing a punch. He just kind of like smirks. So as he's getting closer, I grab on his, I like grab his shirt, whatever it is, and he pull him. And then I, as I'm holding tight onto him, I grab him by the face and I go, enjoy hell, motherfucker. And I do my effect. And then as you touch him, what you saw from your experience yeah. with the book, the one realm, the other realm, the, the realm you were in, and when you looked up into the sky and saw something that you were not meant to see, all of that flies through your mind. Yeah. And from the horrified look on Renfield's face, you know that he's seeing it too. Yeah. And it's he, he's just staring at you, just mouth open in a silent gasp of terror. So the option you didn't pick with Hit With All You've Got was take cover. All right. So when you reach forward and do this, you see that Renfield is just stunned. He's looking straight at you. And then next to Renfield, a goon pops out from behind a grave, points his shotgun point blank at you, Strange, and just (laughs) right in your chest. Take shot in the gut four. And since you already had that four status, that means that you're at blasted five. (laughs) You go down. Leo, yada, yada. You, you've healed yourself mm-hmm. up. You're still behind the cover of this grave as the other goons are firing their shotguns and the dirt around you is blasting into the air and the, the gravestone stone is chipping away and you know that your cover is going away. But even as all this is going on, all you can see is Strange being shot and falling to the ground. You have the keys to the charger in your hand and Renfield is just standing there horrified off in the space. What do you do? I keep it together. I I rush to the car. 
I get inside of it and I turn it on. Okay, hang on. So you, you are currently in a graveyard that's full of goons that are firing at mm-hmm. you. So rushing to the car will be a take a risk. Yeah, rush to the car. Okay, so how are you doing it? I'm going to use Elemental Blessing and Gale Force Control to kind of like tap my um, my feet to mm-hmm. kind of create like a bit of a barrier of, of wind mm-hmm. underneath it to kind of help me glide. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah go for that. Uh, and Gale Force Control to hopefully not smash into a fence this time. Very <laughs> nice, very nice. That I am the fence smasher. <laughs> Fear me. The fence smasher! Seven. Yes. Okay. Hijo de puta. Trying to save you here. <laughs> I'm trying to save you too, man. Damn. Give me a second. Okay, one. Mm. Go ahead, screw me. I'm, I'm trying to think of what to do for this. You're nothing. Nothing. Just let him go. Just let him go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of rolling in the mist, everybody. They're dead. <laughs> no, no. I am. I am the MC, and there are still rules that I must adhere to. And when the players must get, well, sort of screwed over, they must get sort of screwed over. <laughs> By the nasty dick of fate. <laughs> Who said that? God? <laughs> Mama? <laughs> G- give me a moment here. Uncle Jorge? <laughs> Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, when you hear Kevin Carpenter say, give me a second, he is thinking of the most radical thing to make this story both interesting for you and horrible for me. <laughs> Audio BDSM. <laughs> Why couldn't you be lucky? I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't believe I got a 12 on spit. <laughs> you know what? So normally when you do a minor success and, mm-hmm. you know, take the risk, I either give you like a hard choice or like a worse outcome or something like that. I, I think I'm going to change it up a little bit. I'm going to give you an outcome you didn't expect. Okay. So you tap into the endless reserves of calm that you have within you. Just touch your shoes and immediately mm-hmm. the wind begins to build a, Underneath it. Underneath your feet, and you just book it. You're rushing through the grave. You're, uh, as your own feet kick up dirt, the shotgun blasts around you also kick up the ground and the gravestones as you dodge and juke your way through. Parkour, parkour. <laughs> and you make it to the edge of the graveyard, and the Dodge Charger is just a few feet away. You can just get there. And then just a single blast, just just a bit of shrapnel, not even like the, the not even like the actual pellet just hits your shoulder and you go spiraling. Take uh, winged one again, which would put you to, uh, let's say slugged two. Yeah, that's good. And you, and you spiral through the air and, la- and land on the, the loose gravel just a few feet away from the Dodge Charger. And you've gained considerable distance between the, the goons and their shotguns, but they're now breaking out of the graveyard and through the broken walls. And, and as, you, as you're on the ground, you're forcing yourself to get back up because you're just so close to the car. You see something fly through the air, and it, it's small. It's... Metallic. It's hard to see in the night, and before you can see it, it it hits the gravel between you and the goons, and for a moment, everyone stops, and then the entire area just fills with a smoke, with a fog, with a mist. Leo, you are just surrounded by this mist, and it is it is thick, it is choking. But more than that, you suddenly feel this intense sense of disorientation. And I don't mean like physical disorientation, like you don't know which way is up. I mean the kind where you take a midday nap and then you wake up and the entire world is cough syrup. You have no idea where you are. You're trying to figure out what happened. Why are you here? What's going on? And then as even though you're still blind by all the thick mist around you, you feel hands on your shoulders and you hear a voice go, come with me, trust me, get in. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> wait. Arthur. They grab your arm and hoist you up. It's like, get in the car. Let's go. Dude, I mean, shit, I'm already yeah. fucked up. I can do anything. <laughs> yeah. They, they grab you and take you out of the mist, which the Dodge Charger is just at the edge of. And this this figure who, like, as your vision begins to unblur, they <clears throat> take the keys, unlock the car door, open it, and throw you in the, uh, throw you in the seat. Oh, what? Arthur, who, who? They, they, they open the door. They slap your face, and as you do, your your vision begins to come back to normal, and you see that this figure in a trench coat and a fedora and an angled chin and a feminine eyes and blonde hair that pokes through the hat. And, and as they slap your cheek, they turn to you and go, "Leo, drive," and then they run off. They just booked it out of the. They car? just book it into the woods. 
Uh, um, I put the keys in the ignition. I started up. Is the car facing the the people, right? Like the graveyard? The, no. the car was originally facing the graveyard, but mm-hmm. now all you can see in front of you is this like thick mist. But you can also see that it is, it's, it's slowly but surely uh, fading away. You can now see the silhouettes of the goons who are just looking around, uh, still pointing their shotguns, trying to figure out what's going on. I have, I just have a moment of just like, fuck. Uh, I, I put it, I put it to drive. I lower the window, and you know, I, I, you know, bust the bitch, as the kids say, mm-hmm. uh, to try to get away. But as I'm doing it through the lowered window, I do want to like just blast at the smoke. I guess because I'm seeing the silhouettes in the smoke, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like one little gift. Okay, roll a hit with all you've got. Oh, God. And uh, take a plus one, because they certainly don't know what the hell's going on right now. I'm going to use Elemental Blessing, Cruel Sun, and um, Gale Force Control uh, to kind of light my my forearm, uh, like, you know, Mm ablaze, and kind of, you know, use wind, kind of like a a blowtorch, Mm -hmm. uh, because it uses, you know, propelled gas as Mm -hmm. well as that, to kind of, like, compress it into a bit of, like, an exploding bomb, like a missile. To kind of just shoot it into it and blow it up. Okay, real badass moment. Uh-huh. Not letting you use elemental blessing because that's more for enchanting people and items. But Got it. this is pretty Wait, can much I use fireproof. This is pretty much cruel sun. Yeah, yeah. This is this is cruel sun at its finest. Yeah. So yeah, you use, use gale use gale force cruel sun. <laughs> Wait, cruel sun. And use fireproof. If I can't use, no, that's more of a defense. Would you thing. like okay. to use these? Jason is uh, handing Bravo his dice. Right. Well, these are my dice. But watch, no. watch, they're about to betray me right now. So plus two, mm-hmm. plus two. Well, plus three, right? Plus three. Plus three, okay. Oh, please, Jesus. Can you get plus four for the Dodge Charger? <laughs> I, I mean, I guess he still could use that crew tag, yeah, if he wanted to. You have the Dodge Charger. But I'm not really doing anything. I'm kidding. You're away. in it, are you? You're basically yeah, like doing I'm a drive-by like, like shooting. Drive-by shooting. Yeah. 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 That's using the car. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta drive that shit. Oh, well, this is seven plus three, ten. Okay. So you didn't even have to use the car. No, no, no. Use the the charger. Use the charger. No, use the charger. (laughs) Do it for strange. So, I'm coming back for you, boy. So you turn on you yeah. turn on the Dodge Charger, and the tires kick up the gravel as you bust a, a bust a turn. Bust and as you stick as you stick your arm out the window, and the entire arm you sons of bitches lights with flame. It collects to your palm. And what do you say? Say it in Spanish. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh my god, I gotta think of something cool. Something cool. It's fine. I'm just, uh, uh, I'm just gonna go with. Vaya con Dios, motherfuckers. <laughs> And you shoot out this ball of fire, and it goes directly into the heart of this cloud of fog. And, and I snap just, my fingers. And it goes... As the the fog disperses, but you also see the silhouettes of a couple goons just fly into the air. You spin the car around and shoot off into the night, into the woods. I'm, I'm just... I've seen death many times both on the operating table and and in my own life, but I'm still completely flabbergasted. Like, who the fuck was that? Why, where the fuck would these people come from? What what the fuck was that? But um, I'm kind of having a, a, of a, a, bit, a small bit of panic attack uh, as I'm just hauling ass. I'm driving uh, to the police, the precinct. Okay. You drive out and... As you do, you you drive around these narrow roads. You try to keep the headlights as dim as you can, and you you listen around. And once again, you don't hear insects, you don't hear birds. They also don't hear another car behind you. And as you drive around in the car of your friend, you cross the bridge. I, I, the, I, I cross the bridge. You cross the bridge. I do a full stop. On the bridge or on the other on, side? On the other side. Yeah. On the other, as you get to the other side, you hear the sounds of the city. You hear insects chirping. You hear the rush of the river behind you. I, I, I just I put my, my head to my fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay. Okay, keep it, keep it together, Leo. I kind of, I kind of take take a look towards you know the other end of the bridge, kind of contemplating. Do I go back? What, what what do I do? What do I do? Um, and then I get reminded of you know the bullet <laughs> that's mm-hmm. in my shoulder. I'm like, fuck. Um, I I I look around. Um, do I find any like bottles of alcohol in his car? I would say there's a single bottle. 
that has just a little bit of whiskey left at the bottom. I, I I grab it. I take I you know with my I don't know is it like a cork? I don't know what uh, whiskey. Yeah, mm-hmm. most most whiskey bottles are metal screws, so you would have metal to screws. Okay, okay. So uh, to go to show you how much I know about yeah. alcohol. I don't know. <laughs> fucking cork bottles. This ain't the fucking <laughs> okay. the seventeen hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, I I uh, unscrew it. Um, I kind of like lift off my my I guess I my doctor coat because that's what mm-hmm. things I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I just pour it on it and just like kind of tough it out uh, to try to disinfect it. And um, I I kind of at the tip of my, tip of my fingers kind of like warm it up to a point where it could kind of like go deep into the skin to try to pull the bullet out. And at the same time, castrate it. So you're going to cauterize the wound? Cauterize the wound, yeah. Okay. Castrate uh, it. Cauterize, yeah. Cast. <laughs> roll, uh, roll change the game there. What tags are you using? Um, advanced medical uh, doc knowledge, um, veteran doctors calm and cruel son. Cool. That is a ten. Okay. So, uh, in the quiet of the night, in this alone, in this car, you pour whiskey on the wound and go about this process of cleaning it and fixing it. Literally what, did get, what did he get shot with? Shotguns. So it's not a bullet. You got BBs. Yeah. Like you're pellets, pulling, you're pulling pellets out, not yeah. a then. Then I'm gonna be there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so that's where you are, sitting in the driver's seat of your friend's car, pulling pellets out of your shoulder. Um, I have this like, like you could tell I'm like in pain, mm-hmm. but it's also like kind of shedding the like covering the the tears. Mm-hmm. And that's the final image of the session. You in the car, going through this process, crying. And in the back, the glow of Eden City in the night. And that's where we're on the session. Well, that was our first character death. You're dead? (laughs) (laughs) Well then. Well. um, Thank you, Kevin. Well, I mean, you guys are the crew of preserving the balance of life and death, so... It's like Pablo's fault. <laughs> Damn it for chasing those ravens. No. Yeah, no, we're going to have to tell him about that. He goes, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> it's all your fault. <laughs> you get up in there. God. Okay, well, uh, with that, folks, uh, hopefully you stick around for the next session now. <laughs> Pablo's still got stuff to do. Sorry, I mean Eugene. But... Uh, <laughs> Find out what happens next, and also if Jason still has a job. Unrolling <laughs> in the mist. That was a good way to end it. If Jason still has a job, like, oh, yeah, unrolling yeah, in the mist. <laughs> I don't have to be here Friday night.